Let me ask you a question, Matt. Sure. What do you got? If you could have any any superpower, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a superpower that's defined by a superhero that exists or anything. If you could think of any version of a superpower that you could imagine, what would it be? Okay, I can't jump into that so quick. Like, I, I don't know. I'd have to think so hard about that. But like instinct. Yeah. What have you? If, instinct. If you've is, ever thought about instinct is flight. Oh yeah. Immediately, yeah, yeah. and it's just like I don't even need super speed, but like I won't have yeah that. Flight. Flight flight would be sick. That I've always fantasized about that when I was young. Mm-hmm. I always had an obsession with like the ability to control elements. Like all of them though. Cool. Like like the like an avatar, like the right. real the yeah. avatar, not just like an airbender, but right. like all of them. Not just like a Wiccan, but like with like real yeah, like, yeah. Fully. That would be cool, but like as an adult flying is is definitely a cool idea. It comes from Superman, but just the idea of like young Clark Kent. Like, after school one day, just going, like, what's Milan like? And just fucking going. Like, that's... Yeah. Ah, yeah. That'd be amazing. That would be, that would be tight. I'd also lo- love something that would, like, connect, connect me to, like, other dimensions or something something more trippy, spacey. Yeah. Well, just that, to, yeah. Just to know a little more about, like, uh, the metaphysic, metaphysics of the world or something. Mm-hmm. That would Some be sort cool. of, like, jumping power or whatever. Yeah, that would like be cool. Phasing, I don't know about Yeah, that. like, I used to fantasize about being able to, like, manifest physical objects. Just... Me Any, too. Anything you can think of. We're weird together. That yeah, me weird. too. Yeah, that is super weird. Uh huh. Um, I had this like theory in my head where like if all the particles came together just perfectly in front of me, that would be it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be cool. Because uh, that's science, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was writing something about that at one point. Yeah, nobody's laughing at me. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Not well, at you. Not at you. That's for sure. <laughs> the four-year-old child like could happen. You know? Yeah. Just let's. You know what? Let's just play the music. Lois and Clark is our jam. All right, all right, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. I was in the middle of Bubba Buzz. Like, what are you doing? Enough, enough with the Bubba Buzz. All right, here we go. And welcome back to Lois and Clark. Where, where, where are we? What is this? This is not actually Lois and Clark. Uh-huh. This is Ryan's Hero Academia. So what's that mean, Ryan? Well, you promised you'd do it for me. <laughs> and today we're doing an episode of My Hero Academia. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it so much. I'm Ryan Albertson. I'm Matt Truex. I'm Johnny. We say your phone number. <laughs> they don't get to know. The people can't know my name. This is They'll my, find me. That's the point. Don't you want them to watch your Twitch stream if they're interested? Oh God, no. <laughs> this is I'm Johnny Heinzman. This is my this is my little brother Johnny. He's a, a big fan of the show My Hero Academia, as am I. Um, I'm sure our listeners have heard me in our outside of Metropolis. Uh, sections raving about this show you and might have mentioned it yeah. a few times <laughs> twice you know and uh, Matt has been so kind to let me take over the show for an episode and uh, watch a, a particularly fun episode of the show and we're gonna cover it just like we do Lois and Clark so thanks for that Matt cool this is this is our show like this is 
you have all right to do this. You're good, man. Oh, I know. I'm ex- I'm just excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really ex- I'm really excited. He gets like really really worked up when it comes to this show. I can't say I don't either. By the way, I also have the same level of obsession. But hey, but I'm assuming you guys are coming at a show with with a lot of narrative that like you're jumping into. Where it's like yeah. I'm just obsessed aesthetically with Lois and Clark. So like you guys are already miles beyond me. You're great. There's that. We, I, I think I like the aesthetic of the show. It's yeah, a, it's a typical shonen anime. Which I mean, let's let's. I'm gonna. I want to catch. That. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to catch the listen listeners up with kind of like what the show actually is and a little bit of history. Right. So I it's know, a romantic comedy from the '90s. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. Uh-huh. Exactly. So I don't think there our audience is necessarily the target market for this show. But uh, I'll tell them a little bit about it so they can at least keep up if they even choose to continue <laughs> listening at this point. Given that I'm running things, and I'm sure that has already caused a couple people to turn it off. <laughs> um, anyway, so a, sh- a shonen manga in Japan is essentially a-, a comic made for young boys. Like that's literally what it translate to. Like translates to is like young comics with a, a-, a-, a male um, spin. Okay. I, I don't know. We don't really have anything that would, like... No, no. And right. there's also shoujo manga for girls, so a shonen manga would be, like, Dragon Ball Z, which I'm sure most people have heard of. Uh, something in the middle would be, like, Pokemon. Um, and then something more for, for women, a shoujo, or, or girls, rather, would be, like, a Sailor Moon. Okay. Things, things that I assume most people have heard of. Um, so these comic shonens uh, for boys are, are a lot of times about self-perfection and development, Honor, discipline, family and friends, developing relationships, that sort of thing. You'll see that in most of those shonen. It's not necessities. They're not necessities to the uh, genre, but okay. g- generally you're going to see that. Um, now, shonens kind of came about in the late 60s, 1968. Um, there was a weekly magazine called Shonen Jump, um, which kind of popularized it. And it's just, it's just a format to... Uh, have comics, essentially. So yeah. it's about 30 years after our guy comes around originally, right? Which uh, was, I think, I think exactly 30 years. It was 38, 38 correct? Mm-hmm. Even though they had been working on it on yeah, and on I, together I mean, for a while. From the uh, early 30s, yeah. Yeah, and so so Japan's coming, coming to that game, and, and I don't know how much Western comics influence this. I'm sure maybe a little bit. Um, but anyway... That's just a little history of cool. what this started as. It started as a shonen manga in in that same weekly uh, magazine that still exists today, Shonen Jump. It's the most popular um, shonen. What? I believe it's the second most popular. Oh, because I think One Piece has been. <laughs> I think no, One no, no, Piece no. has been the most popular. Oh, okay. Shonen sorry, sorry. Jump, the magazine. Yeah. Is the most popular. Oh, I thought you were saying My Hero Academia in Shonen Jump is the most no, 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 popular. No, no, no. That is Shonen my Jump, the magazine is the most popular. Yeah. Uh, magazine for comics in Japan mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. One Piece is the most popular manga appearing in it. My Hero Academia or Boko no Hero Academia as if it's known annoying. there. If, and yeah, as, as a YouTuber has famously yeah. said, which was very funny. Um, is uh, also very popular in it. Got so, it. Um, so it sounds not unlike, not unlike how Superman started in action comics where it's like it's gonna be a, it might be a western, it might be a crime thing and there's this mm-hmm. Dude in tights and a cape. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. And so uh, this particular show started in July 2014. 
It's written by and illustrated by Kohei Horikoshi. It's his third. It's his third shonen manga. Um, his first two weren't as successful. One is called like Tokodashi Zoo or something like that. It's about like sure, sure. anthropomorphized <laughs> humans in a zoo. <laughs> Great. And then the other one's called like Berserker or something. Um, I don't really know much about it. And this is his third and most successful. Um, those lasted for like a year. Okay. This is he's he's in into his 188th issue volume. It'll probably go for about 600. Yeah, yeah. Or I was so. Like 600, 700. And it's so popular. There's no way it'll get canceled. Okay, so so that's a question I have for you guys. Like, it, was there a manga anime? Like, had you jumped into other animes or mangas before this, or was this like something just like bit you on this and that was it? Personally, I've watched a few over over the years. Mm-hmm. I've never been this into one. Um, I, I really was a big fan of Cowboy Bebop and I've um, heard of them. Okay. Samurai Champloo, which are kind of the more mature um, genre. I forget what they're called, but it's more for adults. Adult themes, a little more violent, um, like visually speaking. Right. And um, and and I've dabbled in a few others. And Johnny's actually kind of become my go-to. Like when I want to watch an anime, I ask him. And so a few months ago, I was like, I need to watch an anime. Like, what do I watch? And he said, One Punch Man and or this. And I tried both, and this one just, like, got its hooks in me. And he watched, like, all of it with me. Cool. Yeah, before this, I was actually, like, really mean to people who watched anime. And I kind of made fun of them relentlessly, because all of my friends are super into anime. There was one day where I just was like, I really want to watch an anime. I don't know why. I asked, like, four different people. Every single one of them said, this show. Wow. And now I'm all in anime, and I hate myself because of it, so. <laughs> yeah. what, what, so, like, I have that same kind of, like, just instinct. Not, yeah, not the hatred yeah. for people, but, right. like, just that gut <laughs> aversion to, like, not it. Yeah. And I think, for me, a lot of it's aesthetics. Like, yeah, I just kind of, yeah. like, I grew up with, like, Batman the Animated Series, and, like, that's what right. a cartoon looks like to me and how it sounds and I works. think if that's the case this is the gateway drug for you because really? this is heavily inspired by western comics cool like the art style everything about this show is heavily inspired by western comics I'm interested to so. see that because like one of the reasons I wanted I was I, I thought it, I do think it's a good idea to do a crossover here because yeah. Superman is relevant to it without him it doesn't happen exactly right? yeah, exactly yeah. cool um not only has it been greatly successful, there's a spin-off comic at this point called <laughs> Vigilantes about or it's actually technically called Illegals, but it more it better translates to Vigilantes. Right, because yeah. illegals mean something else. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's doing pretty uh, well. The one thing to remember about this manga, it's published weekly, which is that just insane. Blows my he mind. does like Twelve to sixteen pages a week, which is just completely bonkers. Ah. He takes breaks every now and then, um, but that's more than any other manga. It's and like a, yeah. Does a, he write and and do the art? Writes and illustrates it. Yeah. yeah. He's he I I've, I'm so obsessed with this guy right now. He's so talented, and his his skills for character development in a uh, young male oriented story is. Incredible. They call him Shogun's book. Yeah, it's just shonen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think Shogun is like a samurai. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you know, it just it just blows my mind. So so props to Kohei Horikoshi for for what he's doing. We're we're I'm loving it so fucking much. 
Um, but like Johnny was saying, it's, it's heavily influenced by Western comics. He's particularly a fan of Marvel comics. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, like, if there's yeah. anything that you're looking going like, well, it's kind of X-Men here. That's a little Batman. It's all, you, you can oh, all find the time. almost equivalents to most Western superheroes I in this in a way. This. Yeah, okay. and um, he, his favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Okay. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, but the 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 main kind of big pinnacle of the world is this uh, superhero called All Might, and he essentially just has the ability to um, store and retain power. I guess it's just like absurd level of super strength, basically he's, equivalent of Superman. He's okay. essentially but maybe even. Like a yeah, notch up or yeah. something? Okay. It's hard to say because different universes. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that and the rules are a little bit different too. You know, like he, he doesn't fly. Right. But he's like so strong that like he basically flies. Okay. Because right? he can jump so far using his power. Leap. Um, Tall. Leap. Tall exactly. Um, but his he's he's mostly just a fist fighter. Like okay. he just has these really strong punches, and to kind of reiterate the the western influence of him all of his special moves quote unquote are based on cities in the united states and so when he i'm not sure what that means okay so so when he's when he's really like fuck i gotta handle this this guy he's like pretty strong he'll 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 power himself he doesn't power himself up but he 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 he, he winds up a really big punch, like puts everything right. he has into it. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he always names it after a city while he's doing it. So the first one I think is I um, think it's Texas. Yeah, it's, he's like Texas Smash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and he calls them smashes. And this then, one's for Jersey. <laughs> no, yeah. So there's been like a, a fucking Texas one, a Detroit, New is, Hampshire, New Hampshire. Yeah. Is it always smash or is it always like, always smash? Always smash. <laughs> Nothing else. It's it's kind of part of the the weird lore of the power. But there's there's some interesting lore to the power. Essentially, I'm not gonna get into it because it's very spoilery. And if anyone wants to watch it, we'll kind of ruin it. Okay. To learn about it here. But he has the ability to pass it down. So the show we're watching is essentially, you know, a serialized tale set in this world Mm -hmm. where most people born get uh, a a power of some kind. Um, And they could be really arbitrary and dumb. like uh, Most X-Men? Yeah, like the the ability specifically to um, unlock a very specific kind of yeah. lock only. <laughs> right. Only that, you know, it could be that random. Right. I just made that up on the spot. Or, like, the ability to open beers with your mind, right? Interesting. To, like, anything you can fucking imagine. Like, being, uh, being, wearing a cape of flames and, like, having just crazy fire powers yeah. with no fucking, right? Like him. Exactly, exactly yeah. him. Yeah, Endeavor, yeah. for, for right. example. Yeah. Endeavor. Endeavor cool. is particularly... Good name. Important to the uh, manga right now. There's a lot going on. Extremely, yeah. Um, he's he's my secret favorite. Um, well, this is what happens when Craig is on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You just sit back going, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> this exactly. is fun. Um, anyway, so in this world, we follow a uh, character Izuku uh, Midoriya, who, for his whole life, has been obsessed with All Might. Just obsessed, and All Might's been like the pillar, <laughs> the pillar of peace in this community of of the world, I guess, yeah. Japan, everywhere, really. And so he just wants to be him so badly, and then he doesn't get a quirk. He doesn't uh, get a power? Quirk, quirk is what they oh. call the powers okay. in this show. Everyone okay. has a so quirk. He, so he is obsessed with being a hero and then does not get a quirk, 
and it's crushed. It crushes him, but he doesn't stop trying. He get he just stays just as obsessed, and he becomes like a huge fanboy. He studies every pro hero in this world. Heroes, by the way, are like paid by the government uh, to do their jobs, and their pay and their ranks are factored in, like based on how many people they save, um, how popular they are, that sort of thing. Finish your thing, then I have a question on that. Yeah, it's really it's it's really fun. Um, and so he's obsessed with All Might. He's the number one hero. He wants to. He would be him if he could. And and he happens to meet him in the pilot. And given some cer- certain circumstances that I won't really get into, he gets to inherit All Might's power. Okay. And he's this weak little kid who, for the past six or seven years, hasn't had a quirk, and just wanted to be a hero so bad. So like, it's his dream fucking come true. And. Um, it all happens right as he's about to try and get into the biggest, most important hero high school academy in the whole world. Okay. And it happens just in time for him to kind of figure it out and make it work and get into it. So the show follows this kid as he his dreams start to come true and he starts to learn how to be a hero. And right. it kind of, he kind of prefaces it at the beginning and says, like, oh, by the way, this is the story of how I became the greatest hero. Um, cool. So it's kind of told with knowing that this kid has plot armor one, right? But like, this is the story of how he learned to be the best. Okay. Um, so that's kind of the overarching thing. What were you? What did you want to? When you said that they're they're government funded, mm-hmm. right, or whatever. Like, is there ever um, a Civil War Sokovia Accord moment where it's like, oh shit, I'm not on the government side anymore? And if it's a part of this episode, just not yet. shut me up. Not okay. yet. We're waiting but for like, it to happen that, that's at this good, point. Right? It really seems like that's the direction it might end up going. There's some interesting things happening now. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's but, so cool, but like it's a dense enough of a world where you both went like, it's, it's coming. It's totally yeah. possible. Yeah. Cool. No the, thing, the thing to remember, though, is it's told from the perspective of these kids. You know, it's, it's, meant, the, it's meant for young Japanese right. kids. Right. right. Not yeah. young Japanese kids, but like... Teenagers. Like high school, like yeah, high school yeah. kids. Okay, and so it's it's the best way to describe it is it is like Harry Potter set in the Marvel universe. Frankly, like that's it's 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 so fucking, good. and that's one of the reasons Meg I think has connected with it because it's that vibe. Yeah, Meg's fucking obsessed with Harry Potter, and even she's never watched any anime, and even she's like not quite on the level of me and Johnny into it, but she she loves it too, and we watch it every cool. Saturday morning. Cool. Um, Saturday morning cartoons. That's awesome. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Good for you guys. So there's just a few more details I want to give you to kind of set up the episode we're going to watch. Okay. Uh, the episode we're going to watch is set in season two, kind of in the middle. And like I was saying, it's set in a high school and they all want to be heroes, but there's also uh, a big tournament that happens every year called the Sports Festival. And it's the moment when the students get to kind of show off what they got and they mm-hmm. compete with each other, they get ranked, and then there's like scouts and heroes and hero agencies and, wow. and just the whole fucking world gets really into it. It's like the Olympics of this world okay. on top of all this pressure of like getting to become pro. And so I'm going to show you an episode from kind of the middle of a store of, of that event that's happening. Okay, in so which, we're in the middle of, of this... Field yeah, day. and so right. it's the last. It's the last event, and uh, it's a fighting tournament, okay. and that's all it is now. And they've done a few other events, and our main character, who I've told you about, Midoriya, who's inherited All Might's power, is gonna face this kid who's has seemed pretty badass the whole time. He has like ice powers. Cool. And and we haven't learned that much about him. He's kind of intense and kind of a, been set up as a rival, and he's even like called out Midoriya like. 
I know you have something to do with All Might. I don't know what it is. It's a big secret that he can pass his powers on. Oh, okay. So not everybody can pass their powers on. No, only this oh, guy, yeah. in fact. Only this guy. Well, well there's some... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but he's kind of said, he's the number one hero. My dad, Endeavor, is the number two hero and has always wanted to beat All Might and never has. And because of that... I'm gonna fucking beat you. Okay. And so, so there's a lot of infighting within oh, yeah. the supers oh, and yeah. stuff. But too. it's it's more about like wanting to be the best, right. not so much like fuck you. It's more like I'm gonna the title. I'm gonna be yeah. the top. I'm gonna be the best. You know. Okay. Because everybody wants to be Superman. Sure. It, it, essentially, yeah. And so a couple a couple things. Back to Lois and Clark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple things that I want you to know about this other character. His name is Shoto Todoroki. Um, his father's the number two hero, Endeavor. Okay. His his dad has... Is he the flamer? Yeah, he's the flamer. <laughs> he is the flamer. Is the guy with the flames? Yeah, yeah so his pow- his dad's power is hell-, hell flame. He essentially just has the ability to control fire. He has a fucking, like, fire mustache and beard ah, and shit. It's so silly. He's like, right, he's, like, covered in flames all the time. He's really big and badass. And uh, But he, he this kid fucking hates his dad, also. Okay. So there's a lot of complicated emotions going on here because his dad participated in this thing called a quirk marriage because he wanted so badly to beat All Might that he wanted to he couldn't do it himself so he was like I'm gonna have a fucking kid that can surpass this asshole and so he found Uh, a wife whose power coincided with his that would hopefully create a kid who would be strong enough but they made an ice kid? so he found a woman with ice powers and had a few kids and, like, didn't really care about the other ones until he made Shoto, who was, like, the perfect blend of the two. So not only does he have ice powers, but we've only just learned that he also has a little bit of fire powers, but he fucking refuses to use them because they're from his dad, and his dad's a fucking dick. Okay. Um, There's a little more more to it than that, but I'll, I'll I'll let you watch it. Um, so what's the episode for the for the listeners? That so the episode is going to be a fight between our main character who has this like the ultimate Superman style power of just like pure force versus this kid. But there's something really important about that kid that you have to understand. The power is so strong, and he's so new to all this. He's trained his body a lot. He's really buff. Are, this is our hero. Right? Yeah, he's okay. really buff uh, as a kid. This is Midoriya, the hero. Right. The power is so strong that he hasn't really figured out how to use it without, like, literally destroying his body. So he breaks his bones every time he uses it. He's used it three or four times at this point. And every time he's, like, come back with catastrophic injuries. That's an interesting take on the power. So it's not just that he can give the punch, but, like, his bones can't, might not be able to handle it. Like, they're shattering. Wow. Shattering. And the only reason he survives for a Jersey punch, man. That's silly. His was Delaware. He did a Delaware (laughs) smash. Um, But but luckily, the school has this lady recovery girl who can kiss him, literally. She's really old. It's hilarious. But it's like a kiss of boo-boo and make it better? And, yeah. and, it, okay. heals, and it heals him. That's her, I'm pretty that's sure her quirk. Fine. She described it as like, it's like firecrackers are going off inside of your bones. Yeah. Cool. So she's, yeah. she's also told him, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, you have to stop. You have to figure this out. So the real pressure of this episode is that they need to fight. Midoriya needs to fight. He really wants to win, but he doesn't want to get catastrophic catastrophic injuries. Right. 
Todoroki wants to win because he wants to be better than All Might. And he's more or less been bred to beat this kid's bred power. To be, yeah. yeah. One of Todoroki's biggest points is trying to take first place without using the fire to show his dad, I don't fucking need you. Right. I'm good on my own. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah, he's like, I'm so fucking good, I only need my ice powers. And okay. so that's kind of all the information you need going okay. in. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. A lot of bad parenting in this universe, yeah? Uh, no, Endeavor is actually a particularly... It's part of this whole story is that he's a shitty parent. Okay. And the arc, the arc we're dealing with in the manga, which is hundreds of chapters past where we're about to watch, <laughs> yeah. has a lot to do with that. Okay. And I should stop yeah. asking. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's good shit. And, and not every parent's bad, but some are. It's so... Every, every character is so fucking fleshed out. It's an incredible world. That's why I'm so into it. Because cool. it's just... So much to dig through. Anyway, so we're going to go watch it, then we're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, just so everyone knows, the show's completely available on Hulu. Um, and Crunchyroll. And what? Crunchyroll. And Crunchyroll. They're not, <laughs> not going to know what Crunchyroll is. Yeah, no, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's called My Hero Academia. Um, it's, it's available in both uh, subtitles and uh, dubs, which is English uh, voice actors over. I don't recommend the dubs personally because I don't really care for them, but... If you can't handle the reading or whatever, try it out. Um, it's not as good. And what season, what episode? Season 2, episode 10. The title is Shoto Todoroki Origin. We watched the episode. What, did, what, what are your initial thoughts, Matt? What are my initial thoughts? Yeah. Uh, aesthetically jumped right in. It took me a second to get in. To start, like, I just don't watch stuff with subtitles in, like, it, it, it yeah. sounds so, like, I can't read, but <laughs> it just took me a minute to, like, get into the rhythm of that. And, it does, you know? yeah, yeah. But can. then, once I got into it, it, it's such a, it's a weird, different style of storytelling, but one I kind of like, because it's straight out of the manga. It's, it, he's clearly... You know, like, the parts... When he started with narration, I made a thing like, oh, fuck, it narrates. You know? but, like, right. but once I realized... like, hey, It took me two seconds to be like, oh, this is just... This is internal monologue. This is my favorite part of a Batman book. Yeah, because, right. like, you know... That's that's why I love it so much. Yeah. Because you're, you're inside Midoriya's head specifically, which I love because his, his mind is playing, like, a long game mm -hmm. um, rather than just, like, trying to win in, in, in a moment. That's you know another I mean? thing, yeah. Like, the episode we just watched, Matt, give us the best version <laughs> of a start-to-finish pitch okay. on how this played out. So we're in, like... Quick, as quick as you can. Yeah, Russia. so we're in, like, day 10 of the Olympics, and uh, it's it's our main guy and our main bad young guy's kid. I don't know what to say, but, like, the rival's kid. The rival's essentially. kid. Essentially. And they're, they're the two Pokemon that are battling this time. <laughs> And they start going, and Ice Guy is all about, he's just going to use his ice, fuck his fire. It's just going to be his ice, because his fire is his dad, meh. And the, he starts icing them, and the kid's flicking the ice away with just his fingers, but he's breaking his fingers every time. And then he's got to get back in and fight again. Um, and then a lot of, a lot of, like, flashback and, like, character story happens that I can't really put into a summary, because it all just kind of very montage, it felt like, to me. Maybe you guys, like or in a better rhythm with it in general, but like it felt kind of like from all different areas and I don't know the yeah. voices yet and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm reading these things, it took me a bit to, I lost a bit in the montage there. But then he's talking, uh, excuse me, Ice and Fire Kid is talking about um, when his mom just like totally Zuko'd him and poured a bunch of hot 
the boiling water on him, and by the end of the episode, I was really cheering for the other guy, and that's where it ended, and it ended kind of in, not a draw, but like a big, the two of them felt like they were about to kill each other, and basically referee coach who can make cement? He can manipulate cement. Oh, manipulate cement. Referee coach who manipulates cement put up a couple walls between them and like, and stopped them from this was my take, killing each other. Yeah. But basically all that did was push our hero out of bounds and the kid that I was rooting for once. I was very happy. Yeah. And then a bunch of girls just like hung out in the field and jumped around a bunch for the credits and I was very confused. Yeah. <laughs> credits usually have Fair? absolutely nothing to do with anything. So And that's like handy. a thing yeah. with, with just anime in general? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. There's another one that's entirely, it's just like a quick animation it, with all of the characters from the show, but if it was a fantasy thing instead of superheroes. So they're dressed up okay. in just for like a Berserker gear and knights and yeah. there's dragons. And weird. It's, it's playing silly, silly, happy, upbeat music. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So but they, is that fair? Is, was that, yeah, no, that was, that was, was right? That was a like really that. good, really good amount, like <laughs> a quick explanation of the And a very story. excited one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, so the idea is, like I said before, the two kind of rivaling characters with varying powers, they push themselves to the their absolute upper limits yeah. in this fight. Uh, they're students, and so they're young, so they're discovering it for themselves. It's not like they're like, here's my secret move. It's just like, a, well, here, here I, I'm going to just do all of it. Everything I can do, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Um, and it's just so... It's so dramatic. It's so dramatic, frankly. Yes, it the, is. The it's way also, it builds up to it. And the way, like, you talked about it specifically it's presented here a little more um like connect the dots than you might usually get in like say a marvel movie or something yeah. but the idea of like being in the kid's head and he's watching i'm sorry i don't know names is the okay. the main kid who is <clears throat> all mites just call him uh deku deku yeah just yeah. call him deku. okay deku is going again. It's not like Slanger. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his hero name eventually. Okay, Deku is going up against the kid, the rival. Totoro. Yeah. Like but he, he's half like, hot, half cold. Yes. But he was doing like in his head monologue, um, like he's using this ice block behind him to keep him from going out of bounds. And like that's the only reason I knew what out of bounds was. I'm like, oh, that's that's right, cool right. that like. Not only is the kid using his power smartly, but he's also analyzing it almost like almost like a game. Almost like, yeah. you yeah. know, if you throw your Pikachu out there, you know, he's probably got to deal with a water Pokemon or something yeah. like that, yeah. you know? So that requires a certain strategy. Yeah, it was cool. Something. The strategy of it, it was, was interesting. The sport of it, I guess. Something I really like about this show is that it took, like, this really stereotypical, like, shonen fighting, haha, like, crazy powers on kids things and was like, yeah, but what if we give them... I mean, what if we make the characters just really, really smart? Yeah. So it's no longer just who is strongest, but it's who is smartest and most capable of using what they have. It, it, it adds like that. a chess game to it almost. Right, right, yeah, exactly. that's cool. That's cool. I think sometimes that puts Midoriya at an advantage because he does have that skill of like trying to figure out what's going to happen. So he's always trying to be one step ahead. Uh-huh. So not just use his own powers, but like try to defeat the enemy. So, so you say, like, did he think too much sometimes? I mean, yeah, he analyzes every single moment. So, okay. like, and yeah. he kind of, like, stores it. So when can I use that in the future, that information? Yeah, it felt like there was a lot of flashback stuff in the, yeah. the montage mm-hmm. that, like, I didn't want to be the guy, like, what was that about? But, like, that's where he learned the this thing and the block the this, or the, right? So, yeah, so when you, when you meet him, he takes a notebook around all the time, 
and anytime any hero fight or villain activity happens, he takes note, he tracks the hero, the name of the hero, their powers, their strategies, wow. their moves, like he learns all of it for his own knowledge to try and get really good, does that with literally everyone, he does it with all his uh, cohort in his class now too, so mm-hmm. he knows like how they fight, what their moves are. It felt like they were doing that from the stands a bit, yeah. too. Like, yeah. their yeah. friends were just like, oh, he's doing this. I'm and like, I yeah. think yeah. It, it intentionally makes it so some of them are doing that more than others just to show, like, how important the intelligence is going to play out. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. And the ones that stick around the most and, like, end up being really important to the plot are, like, fucking just as intensely competitive and intensely powerful and intelligent. Right. Yeah. Um, they, they, they're playing the game. Yeah. And, right? it, and okay. everyone's got their own little uh, X factor, you know? Yeah. Like Midoriya's whole thing of not originally having any power and then requiring power gives him this, like, almost ob- sense of obligation. Right. So he's pushing himself literally to be, like, a replacement for All Might in a way. So he wants to be as good as him. Um, and because of that he breaks his bones because it's his only option. You right, know? right. But even when he's doing a fight like this, it's not just about winning this fight right now. He's like, I want to know that I'm better than this guy who's probably my best competition, so I need to see how good he actually is. Yes. And I'm going to analyze him further now. I'm going to try and beat him. So that's why he's calling his bluff so much in this? Yeah, because yeah. he's, okay. he's testing that he wants to know his limit. I, I should explain that better. He's he, The whole time, the, the fire and ice kid is like, I'm only using ice because ice is for my mother, fire's yeah. for my father, fuck my father. Yeah. But then, ultimately, the... <sighs> forget the name I'm supposed to call him, but the lead, Deku, Deku right. is like, you know, like, you, you give him, everybody here is trying super hard, like, give him their all, like, you got to too, come at me, bro, yeah. and he finally goes all does, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. is awesome, but yeah. like, yeah. so you're saying that that, part of that was strategy to later, for later competitions, or just like later yeah. life? Yeah, and no? also, there's a whole recurring theme with the main character, where he's heroic to a fault, where he can't help yeah. himself, but try to help someone that he thinks needs help. Okay. No, matter, All the time. no matter what the situation okay. is, you know? And so, just like... can't help but return those videotapes, just gotta, yeah. gotta yeah. do it. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, I have an opportunity to help him get better, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. why, that's why he inherits this power in the first place, like, that's the thing about him, that all he's, he's worthy of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And so that's why he gets it. Okay. Um, it's a fun character. A Is lot it of okay that I wound up like on the other kid's side? In this? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Because the thing about the show, too, is that like Thanks, every guys. major character is going to get a char- a, a, an emotional arc, or some kind of character development, very important to their plot and very important to the overall plot, too. Mm-hmm. So you can root for any of them. That's cool. And at that's this what point, I love. At least, at that's this cool. Point. There are villains that come into play eventually. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have questions. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. This, there's such a baseball aspect to this. And maybe that's just like this, my own... This in particular, yeah. But yeah. yeah, like just the way you were saying that he analyzed it, it just reminded me, like, I was obviously the, the, the comic book nerd, but like right, my, right. my other friend was the baseball nerd and he had every card and every stat and oh, knew like man. he's going like oh he's followed the, like when I followed like did Charm get cancelled he was like oh he got traded I'm like who gives a shit you know what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, exactly. that, that's exactly. cool I'm not I wasn't prepared for that but that's it's, it's interesting there's just so many different interesting angles to, to the show and it's such a real world like of course in reality we'd make a gladiator match out of this with children yeah if we had super oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. of course it, it would happen yeah. absolutely 
Yeah. yeah, of course people would start, like, hunting down specific people with a quirk to help theirs and right. force them into marriage. Like, of course this kind of thing would happen. Yeah. Oh, there'd be horrible crimes about this, and yeah. yeah. Let's dive into that concept a little bit. So in the episode, they introduced this idea of quirk marriages. Yes. Where one really powerful hero is a fire guy, and he wants to create a kid who's really powerful. And so he finds an ice lady and, like, kind of... Forces a marriage on her. Okay, it's fucked up. Like, yeah, it's a problem. It's not. It's not just a thing that happens. It's like part of the drama of the episode, right? So, how did you feel about that concept and his dad? Well, and, I like, did have that idea. I did have a question about like the forced marriage of it. Like you say, like is is he like when this happens? Is it ugly enough that they're getting into it? Like he's he's exploiting her. He's pressuring her somehow to do this, or was it just like what we've seen? We haven't gotten a lot more than that. Okay. Um, all we know is that he forced her into the marriage by impressing her parents. Her and parents. he's a very famous guy. Sure. heroes are very famous. And by the way, it's Japan, so yeah, okay. Yeah. And heroes are paid very well, so he's also super rich. Oh, and he's a doctor, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. But also, like we said, the number two hero internationally in the entire world, in a world like run by superhumans. Right. So it's like that level of power. To have that, and then behind the closed doors, he's doing oh, these kind of shady things. Yeah. Oh, he, he needs a me too moment. Yeah, he's beating mm-hmm. his wife. Mm-hmm. He's he he hit his kid when he was five because he was like quote unquote trying to train him. Right. Right. Okay, I didn't get all quite all of this. Yeah, I yeah, didn't realize yeah. he was just like superstar guy. Yeah, but yeah. okay. Well, that that's the problem with diving in at this point. There's yeah. like so much backstory. Um, yeah. That you you'd catch up to that eventually. Okay. There's a season in front of us. But they are world, they're, they're, they're Superman. They're world famous. They, yeah, everybody yeah, knows absolutely. them. Okay. So that, that power went a long way. So, Interesting. Why, why do you think he chose an ice lady as, an ice, as a fire guy? Oh, is it something tied to the, the power of, if, uh, <laughs> is it something about like it, two conflicting powers inside the same body can then just be super duper powerful or something like that? Yeah, I mean, be an awesome concept. Yeah, like well, ultimately, idea. but it's it's because like he over he like is a hot guy, so he needs to cool off and like maintain his body temperature because we're there still all people. Yeah, so there's still yeah. Our oh limits. wow oh even so it's even in that abilities. practical a thing mm-hmm. that yeah, like he yeah. needs to sleep next to an ice lady in order to not. Prob- yeah, that, prob- that probably helps. Okay. And, uh, or like something. But like but, when, oh, he, yeah, when, he, when he pushes himself, it's like you can sustain a bit of it, of course, right? Because right. you do it so often. But there are points where it's like you're actually going to hurt yourself. Like Midoriya, because that's what he's doing, the main character, uh-huh. at all times. is just pushing himself way too hard. Right. And that's his, like as he's and doing that's, he's, So that's what everyone would be doing. But they're going gradually because they had more time. But he just got this power like last year. So that's the thing. But so that's why he wanted to get an ice woman. So you can get the balance there and yeah. help yourself out, and it works on both sides. Because as we saw during the fight, if he uses the cold too much, his side just gets frozen. Yeah, but if he's got like a little toaster of a little, yeah, yeah it worked yeah. out. Like, that was cool. Yeah. yeah, and and just I guess combining the ice power and the the heat power, he can like make kind of explosions in a way. Yeah, yeah. like there was some crazy yeah. shit going on there, and this is like one of the only times he's ever really done that thing. So imagine how crazy amazing that get was. down the line yeah okay um it's cool no it, it, it's a cool concept I'd, I'd watch more of it i don't know where yeah. to jump it you should start in, from but the it'd beginning. be interesting yeah you, you, you ought to start from the beginning if you're interested um, um it's good shit can we talk about the zuko of it like i yeah, didn't see that yeah, coming it up. at all yeah. like the only i i 
it's an American show, but it, Avatar: The Last Airbender. We probably talked about it on the podcast. We have before. a couple of them, sure. But in that, the the villain, the young villain character, is scarred by his father in a fight to the death or fight to have honor or yeah. whatever it was. Um, and this this kid has a scar directly. Um, you exactly say exactly like Zuko. Let me say that yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. This kid though has a scar that directly references it, but it's also from his mother. Yeah, which is yeah. there's a little history. Interesting. To it. Yeah, yeah. I liked the depth of the mother character and yeah. that memory, that relationship. You know, like he clearly loved her and she was supportive yes. of him as a child. Yeah. But then something snapped and she scarred him, and that was that. Right. I think one of the coolest things is that even though you realize that his mother caused him that injury, he is still completely on his mother's side. Yeah. So no matter what happened, like his. His dad is just not a great guy. And for the a child to realize that and still want to be like his mom, even though his mom caused him those injuries, I think that's pretty cool. It says a lot yeah. about him as a character. It's part of it, too, I assume, because like, the injury, she didn't like him because of his dad's side. And he's this like, part of me that was like, I know, it's terrible. You know, like, I just yeah. want to be you. You know, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's interesting. Yeah, what, how did Zuko get his uh, scar in Avatar? Oh, again, his father remember. in the... Okay. I think they called it the Agnikai. I don't know why that yeah. fake world is yeah. in my head, but yeah. He he like challenged his father and his father and did he that. Definitely should yeah, because his father was the fire lord, so yeah, like, exactly. yeah. really? he's, he's gonna win with fire, you know. Good shit. I gotta get Meg to watch Avatar, that's fun. We started. And we're gonna keep going. Oh, mm-hmm. right on. Um, less less silly in this than I was expecting. That was yeah, that's yeah. my biggest problem in Avatar. Because sometimes it's just like stop it. Right, right. This this you gets have to that go fight way. a war. Go ahead. More more in some episodes, less in others. This is one of the the, the lesser silly weird anime moment things. You yeah. Know? But they but they exist. But when it, it gets serious, it gets emotional. It takes it it takes it seriously. It doesn't like fuck around with it. It'll give you the comic relief you want though. Yeah. From time to time, or at least attempt to. <laughs> there was a joke! Yeah, <laughs> there was that joke. Yeah, there's a, a lot of times in the show where it goes immediately from like, haha, goofy, to like, okay, we're serious now and we're done. No more of those silly, goofy stuff. Right. stuff. Like, we have to be serious because we have to tell this story. Okay. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I like. Yeah, I'm familiar with, like, yeah. Gets down into <laughs> it. That feels right to me. I don't know, like, yeah. growing up with Joss Whedon stuff, like, there was, oh, there's yeah. an element of that, too. Yeah. Just like, yeah, a little bit of monologuing from time to time. Yeah, a bit. That sort of stuff. Um, so, uh, of the two characters, you said that you like uh, the, the other guy more, the ice guy. The other so guy was just being totally a dick, right. yeah. He's just um, pushing him and clearly going to get fucked up. And it was just, I was not on the kid's side. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. What, why weren't you on his side? You thought he was being dumb? Because you don't know him at all, so it's interesting to see uh, yeah. you're looking at I mean, yeah. Maybe it's the sport of it, but I'm like, this cocky bitch, I just can't deal with him. He and the other right. guy was having a whole emotional moment, mm-hmm. and a flashback, right, right. and a thing, mm-hmm. and his mother was loved him, but also abused him, yeah. and it's just like my heart broke for the guy. That's, yeah. that's no, no, I think that's... And the other, he's just antagonizing him, he's being yeah. a dick. Right, but, right. but in the end, weren't you happy when he finally yeah. chose to use his fire? He won. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just because he won, beat the other kid. No, yeah. it wasn't quite that, but like, yeah, I was happy he won. Because the emotional victory, to me at least, in the episode, is when he chooses like, fuck it, he's right. Like, I gotta just do it. Yeah, um, push myself past this issue because I need to let it go. Right, that was the other kid's real goal. His goal wasn't to like beat him. I did not get that at all. At, you'll, you'll, that's, that's, that's kind of the heart of this 
soul and or the heart of this soul, part of the show okay. is like Johnny was saying earlier. This kid is a hero to a fault that he was more concerned about like pushing. Not okay. This other kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it came off to me just first viewing maybe. Yeah. But right. well, they're taking it very seriously. They mean what they're saying, but they're they're gonna be friendly outside in class still. They're, they're that just, was another they're question. Just peers. I had they're just peers. Too. Yeah. Yeah. There's but just... what does this mean when you when you do this in class? Mm-hmm. Is it just like, I mean, because it's it's almost like you're fighting these sports games all the time, but you're fighting your own school. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're always playing the home team. So, like, what they do, can they just like leave it on the mat and go about school for the most part? Yeah, there yeah. are, but there are kind of more intense and contentious relationships okay. among them. Okay. Um, I think that's the nature of the school, though, since they're trying to um, educate like people to become heroes. Like, it, competition is just kind of part of yeah. it. Okay. The, yeah. Okay. The, um, <laughs> yeah. And what's the what's the the motto of the school is plus ultra. So that's kind of the theme of the show too, is that literally everyone is pushing themselves to their limits and they ought to. And, and that is a consistent thing. It's not that it's just suddenly this guy's doing it. Right. It's that they've all been doing it to each other for several episodes at okay. this point, you know? Yep. Um, and, and Todoroki, and this is why it's cool is because he's been set up as kind of this like mysterious, intense, too good, maybe spoiled guy because he's the number two hero. Right. So we've never heard anything about him until the second season. That was another question yeah. I had. Was this the first time like in the show that they established this is where the scar is from, this is what mom did, yes. this yep. is all this yes. shit? Yes. Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's not a big major character. I mean, he is. Now, after that. Like, yeah. Before that, he was always there. He was part of class. You know, they would show him, of course. Like, he had things happening, but... Never delved into his background, didn't give him a lot of character development, and then now is when they reveal everything, and... Wow, yeah, that's yeah. cool, too. Yeah, all, all we knew, really knew about him before was that his power was half-hot, half-cold. Yeah. That's how it was described. <laughs> okay. And that he mostly just did ice stuff and sometimes would melt ice. There's something cool about, like, having a character linger around like that, and then they're going to become a main. Like, it's almost like life, you know? Like, yeah. In, yeah. in school, we're like, just freshman year, we just had a locker next to each other. But then we had, you know, chemistry and sophomore, and now we're best friends. Yeah, yeah or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I got lost in the example of that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Um, so, of the powers you observed and stuff, like what do you bird guy. tell? Oh, sorry. Tell me. <laughs> Let's talk about that. They were mutants. They're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did they yeah. call them anything else special, or just like your quirk is you have a beak? Everything is a quirk. There's no like your they, mutants. They, they are like different types of quirks, and yeah. I don't remember what they refer to. But there's like a word for quirk that just makes you different. Hmm. There's like it's like heteromorphic or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, it. interesting. So, so some of those manifest better than others. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also true. like a quick like a quirk. Where did where did that terminology come from? Is so that part of the translation? It was lucky because the direct translation was just the word uniqueness, and uh, this oh. one website that was like a fan site started translating it to English on their own, and they didn't like that, so they just used the word quirk. And it just happened to stick, and now it's in the official translation. Is what wow, it is. that's weird. That's yeah. cool. Because you'd think it'd be like power, right? right but I guess yeah, yeah. what they're trying to explain in the Japanese is that it's not a power. It's, it's this Yeah, yeah. It's something that makes you you. Yeah, yeah, cool. And any person can train and figure out a way to use their quirk. 
as a power. Cool. As long as they have one, right? If they yeah. have one and if they're willing to like push it. But then there are cool. there is a small percentage of people who don't get quirks, but it's only like twenty percent of the population in this world, which is uh, super different than normal. It's the oh, opposite. It's like it's like Filch and Harry Potter. It's like there's there's some wizard or born to wizard families that are actually muggles, right? Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. Cool. Um, so cool. a lot of people compare it to like Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Do you right. do you see that connection? I just at all? did. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Cool. Done. Okay. We'll yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, honestly, yeah. You were saying, is it just infighting though? And it, it's not just infighting. So this whole tournament thing is like a twelve episode arc, and that happens once a year in the school year. Mm-hmm. Has not happened again in the entire series yet. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what do we what do we fight in Metropolis usually? A supervillain's gonna show up. Maybe a brother and sister duo will steal something or shrink someone or make someone go blind, and then Superman will deal with that. So, like, what's happening here? In Metropolis, someone's gonna attack, or maybe maybe it's a, a dam broke or something like that. It's either a villain or some sort of catastrophe, and Superman's on the job. What is the thing? Like, do these kids, are they allowed to, like, I don't know, practice magic out of school? Like, are they allowed to go and do hero shit if something comes up? Or is that, like, what, what, what is this? No, they're okay. not. Um, so the kids have to get a license to be allowed to be allowed to use their quirk okay. to help people. Cool. Cause... So once you have your license, mm-hmm. what are you helping with? Are you helping with more real-world stuff or, like, monsters? You intern? Oh, it's all real-world real world stuff. Okay. Because there are no monsters because everyone's a human with crazy powers. Okay. And, like, Some people are fish people. But that, I mean, yeah, I guess. People, I mean, if you want to call fish people monsters. Ah, uh, guys. Right uh, shape of water. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, the state of the world right now is that All Might is so overwhelmingly powerful and, like, unbeatable that the crime rates have dropped really, really low. So aside from, like, bag snatchers and, like, maybe an occasional someone trying to rob a bank, there's not much crime going on. Okay. But the state of the world in this show is slowly changing over time. Okay. And that's... I don't know how else I could say that without spoiling anything. So is that all... Oh, yeah, go ahead, it's, sorry. Like I said, it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So there, oh, I like there that. There are some people who use, in Harry Potter, their magic for bad. Right. They become bad. And there's some people who use it for good. So the same thing here, like there are quirks that you can start like becoming a villain, like mm-hmm. no matter what your quirk is, you could use it for evil as well. Right. So that's I think what the world is going through right now is having villains who are just as powerful as the heroes. Okay. Yeah. So we cool. see this side of things, but there's also the League of Villains that's populated by assorted villains who are a little older than the high school students. But Go they're through. not but they're not pros like really badass yet. Because they're because they're the dropouts. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh-huh. But there's also people to guide and mold them as well. Okay, so like have their own agendas. Is there? I'm gonna say a Lex Luthor or a Joker. Like yes. who is? Who's the big? Yes. Yeah, it's more like bad? it's more like like a Vader. Uh, interesting. Vader. Okay, yeah, I it's that level of uh, bad of, intensity. of evil Intentist. and yeah. Okay, what? not a lot of redeeming qualities in this guy. Mm. Okay. But his power is awesome. That is a redeeming quality. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Now I'm confused because Vader got redeemed. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but like in the scariness. Level. Okay, end of Rogue One, Vader. Just like he's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly, exactly. That's a yeah good okay. comparison. Cool. Um, but we can't. I don't want to dive too much deeper into that side of things. It. It's fine. It's yeah. very spoilery. We can't oh, for listeners. We too. can't talk freely about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Frankly. Okay. <laughs> But there are villains coming. 
at some point. There are villains. Yeah, I mean, the in the first season, there are villains. Right before this happens, there are villains. And then there's this whole talk of, can we hold this sports festival after we just had something happen? After we've had villains. And that's a whole... There's a lot of politics in the show, too, which is interesting. It does a great job of showing if the real world had powers... These are the kind of things we have to talk about and yeah. we have to figure out. So they, do they have those discussions of, like, should we actually be promoting this in our children? Because look where it... They're beyond, be. they're beyond that point. Okay. Yeah, because everyone's, so much time everyone's got... So, like, people do develop their shit, so they do get really strong. So okay. if they don't do something about it, it's more negligent than yeah. trying to raise them properly. Okay. So it, it's kind more of, like, um, is, it, is it ethical, is it more ethical to force the kids to dorm here because we can protect them better um, or than letting them be unsafe in their own homes, possibly, where right. we can't protect them all the time. So that's that's a big um, kind of political discussion. Oh, so that, that's point. almost the Hogwarts of it, too. Just yeah, like, if yeah. you were, you're with Dumbledore, you're good. But yeah, it's like exactly. Harry Potter. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. it's, a lot like, it's a lot like Harry Potter. Funny you should frankly, say that. Okay. Frankly. But also... <laughs> but also... <laughs> Lost it. That's it's okay. We can Puddle. cut it out. Where was it going? What were you? Uh, it's alright. I can come up with a question. Uh, maybe. It was Did about I interrupt where, like, who are they fighting and villains? Mm. Oh, no, no, no. About, uh, is this ethical for the kids? I wanted to say that there is a point, like, where... Could you just teachers... start that over? Oh, yeah. just like, and back to that, if, the, if that's... Oh, yeah. And back to the... <sighs> you're good. No, you're good. <laughs> um... Back to the, if they're questioning if it's, like, ethical about raising the kids this way, they're past that in the sense that they're looking and saying, we don't have time. We need to get them to a point where they can just defend themselves. Wow. Okay. So. Well, they're also, okay, yeah. Stakes, the stakes get pretty high. Yeah, yeah and right. also, if there's villains in the world, you want to take out the next generation as soon as, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Especially if there's some deeper mythos that connects a lot of shit together. Are we ever going to talk where the quirks, quirks come from? Or, no. It literally, the in the very first episode, it just tells you a hundred years ago, or a little over a hundred years ago, a baby was born that was just emitting light. And that was it. In China. And, in China. Okay. And then after that, just weird just powers happen. started uh, appearing everywhere. Just like a mutation cool. in the genes. Cool. And uh, it stuck around if you had kids, so it spread really, really fast. And powers changed and got weird. And this is like my comic later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it's like Dark Ages. Yep. Okay. Matt, Matt's first comic. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Um, what is the political affiliations of heroes? Like, are they, like, in president's pockets? Are they... We haven't gotten that deep. Do we know? This is a shonen, not a seinen. That would be more of a seinen level storyline. It sounds Nerd. like seinen. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure. Seinen. So in the... Pull that out. No, so in the way that a shonen is for young boys... I was looking eye-to-eye with him. I knew it was real. That felt... <laughs> <laughs> There's a connection. Yeah. Uh, the way that shonen is about young boys, it literally translates to that. In fact, All Might calls Midoriya shonen right. at one point um, in the episode. Seinen, I'm sure it's pronounced fucking totally different. I'm so white, it's embarrassing. R- regardless, those are like your ghost in the shells... Where the themes are more mature. Got ya. Yeah, like like I said, I love this. I'm super into this. It's really deep to me, but it's for young. It, totally. It's like younger things. Maybe I'm a child inside. Whereas usually we, we handle a more hard-hitting, just like really grounded character drama. That This is more for kids, whereas Lois exactly. and Clark is usually yeah, more... Yeah, so it's like know, not yeah. relevant to Lois and Clark at all. Not but yeah, exactly. It's, it's not meant to be taken Super so seriously. Okay. So there's no... 
real world political commentary on yet. politics okay. yet. Okay. I think there very well could be. It's just more about the heroes and the social structure of the heroes. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it, guys. Like, what, what are, um, I don't know, like, what are favorite moments or cool Well, this things? this episode's a highlight, which is why yeah. we showed it to you. Yeah. Okay. yeah, this is something that the show does well with episodes like this, where you don't get crazy over the top fights like this very often. And when you do, it does a good job of showing the ceiling that these characters are going to have eventually. Cool, yeah. And that's really well done in this fight. Yeah, we just even just had the flashback. I guess the ice kid used ice like really well at one point too, and like looked yeah. like half the stadium was frozen over. Uh huh. Right. That yeah, was yeah. really cool. He ended just a fight the visual in of that an instant. Was awesome. Like they said, start. He did that. It was done. Cool. Yeah, that was the first round. <laughs> Can I say like just watching just that visual of that without seeing that episode? Like yeah. that was enough. That was just oh, really yeah. fucking. Yeah. There is a lot of it that. It said everything. You know. Yeah, it was cool. So it's, it's great to realize that these kids are in high school, they're entering their first year of high school, and you see that they already have so much passion in them because they've been watching heroes since they were young, and that's all they wanted to be. Sure. So it's really nice to see kids this young giving their all. And it's because, like, I assume it's their first, like, at their junior high this, or, like, it's just when you hit high school you get to go to heroes. You school. have to apply, and you have to qualify. Interesting. Yeah, th- so they're test. specifically going to the top hero school in the world, like oh, the okay. highest uh, regarded hero school that most other most top pro heroes went to when they were their age. God, yeah. Once yeah. again, the Hogwarts. Right, yep. yeah. right. But the difference between Harry Potter and this, for example, is Midoriya has to take a test to get in. He knows about it. He's aiming for it. It's not a surprise. Right. Um, but And again, Harry... Was a wizard, if I'm correct. Yeah, this, this guy kid, didn't start. Yeah, one, mailed so. away for a wizard. Yeah, yeah, there's the the stakes for him are very high because that was a very intense situation. Okay, um, I just it's hard to not spoil shit. It's almost like he's a like a sponsor kid. Like he's he's the yeah. poor kid that gets to go to Juilliard or, or Harvard yeah, right. or something. Yeah, you know, like like he's there on a scholarship yeah, because you he can't yeah. prove yourself. Then, yeah, at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But uh, it's also surprising to some people, so they kind of gun for him because they're like, "Who the fuck is this kid? And what is he doing here? Yeah. And why have we never heard of him? And why have I known him my whole life? And he never had a quirk. Like that's a thing that they have to deal with at okay. that point. Okay. Um, so generally speaking, you can't transfer a quirk. It's it's like a mutation. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. You. It's part of your genes. It's your body. Like it just exists as you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Do you think it would be kosher to like explain? <laughs> The, the, yeah. the quirk that does that? Yeah, should yeah, I? Absolutely. Yeah. Alright, so that's the big bad's quirk. Is? Is to take people's quirks and keep them for himself, and we don't really know much more than that at this point. Could he maybe take a quirk and give it to his lieutenant or something, I too? I think that can happen. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Happen. Cool. Yeah. So, something that I thought was really cool is that All Might... His power is all for one. Mm-hmm. And so, his, the... It's one for all. That's why I was... Okay, that's why I paused. Because I always get those mixed up. All for one, one for all. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait, what is it? One, one for, for all. One for all. Okay. What's that, what's that mean? All Might, the number one hero, symbol of peace, pillar of society, his power is called one for all. It's a quirk that anyone could have because he can pass it on through generation to generation. Cool. The big bad is all for one because he can steal people's quirks. 
so everything belongs to him, oh, essentially, cool. in his mind. Yeah. And uh, it's a whole clash of ideals, and I think that's the most you could say without spoiling too much. Okay. Ooh. Damn. Do they ever... Do Have we ever seen... Um, <laughs> one for all, one for all. Um, the bad guy steal a power yet? Um, Watched the process? No. Okay. Although, it feels like that would be such a like you, like an attack. Like that would be if you yeah, look like an very assault, closely you know? at certain moments, you can string theories together about quirks that have been stolen and people we maybe have met. Got a while it. ago. Who might not maybe, have it anymore. Yeah, exactly. So there's little there's little things like that. So Reddit enjoys the show quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's okay. that's one of the fun parts of it is that like there's a lot going on in the world and a lot of factors, and so it feels like you play you're almost playing a fucking game as you're trying to put the pieces together. Right. And so yeah, there's a lot of people But but it also feels like there's somebody putting those pieces out there for you here. Like that that's yeah. part yeah, like yeah. he's he's laying it's all intentional. It feels like it's from I, I just now know, I guess it's a, a creative mind, but it feels like it's from a creative source that knows what they're doing, have made this world, understand how it works. Right. That's yeah. actually something yeah. I really wanted to say, is that the guy who made this says, I know exactly how I want this story to go. I know what to start, middle, end, Love all him. of it. Love him. I just make little small changes along the way as I publish the uh, comics. Cool. So... He so figured every, it out. Yeah. Every time, yeah. Every time there's like a turning point in, in the show or, or in the manga, it always feels like you're in good hands and it gets very exciting because you, you, you've... I've gotten so far into it and I've yet to not have enjoyed anything, any new bit of information, you know? Cool. Um, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun to engage with it. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I think I get what it's like to be super into a show like you're into Lois and Clark. <laughs> At this point, yeah. I almost feel like I didn't understand it until I got into this show. So, which is so funny to me because you are a fan, like, I am. like in general. I am, but part of part of me just feels like nothing's ever clicked as deeply with me before. I think I used to be so into Star Wars in a certain way, but almost more as a consumer looking back. It's like I was into the video games and the toys, and I yeah. watched the movies and shit. But, like, I've seen fandom about those movies that I am nowhere close to approaching, you know? And so it was more just, like, a childhood nostalgia thing for me more than anything. And now that I've engaged with this, even though it's for fucking kids of that age, I feel like I'm connecting to this, like, a lot of people connected to their favorite things at that age, which yeah. is very disorienting. No, the, I get um, that, though. But, like, for me, it's not. It's actually not specifically Lois and Clark, though, of course, right, we're here right. for a it's reason. Part, it's part of it. Yeah. But, like, it's it's more the DC universe. It's yeah. being able to follow those characters into a video game, into a thing, into a, and that's clearly what you're doing here, too. And it's yeah. not... I take it it's not just the one hero that you're into. It's a bit of everybody. It's a bit of yeah. how the world works and all that. I root for like seven or eight characters probably <laughs> right. in, in different kinds of ways. Yeah. In entirely different kinds of ways. Yeah. yeah, it avoids the whole waiting for the heroes to, you know, finally get together and make the Justice League. It's like, no, this, it's the Justice League. Right. That's where we're starting. It's already there. Right. So yeah. I saw the Justice League at the supermarket this morning. Like, they're just fucking everywhere. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, That's cool. So is there any... Um, I, I guess All Might is is a Superman corollary, more or less. Are there any, like, where they come on and you're like, that's such a fucking Batman. That's, oh my god, it's Wolverine. Oh Zero, who is like a Spider-Man equivalent. Okay. Except his quirk is that he shoots tape out of his elbows. <laughs> <laughs> 
But what about Kamui Woods? There's another one who's similar, who is called Kamui Woods, whose power is Arbor, quote-unquote. Was it the wood person? <laughs> yeah, and so he's, like, he stretches out his arms as, like, branches and can, like, grab things and swing. And cool. he, like, puts villains in cages. He calls that his lacquered chain prison, for example. <laughs> It's excellent shit. It's great. It's, uh, cool. it's great fun. It's very silly, but like the way it's emphasized makes it really like uh, intense sometimes in moments. Like you saw the way the fight ex- like got to this very crazy elaborate um, special effects shot. Yeah, um, is You're right. is That's part of the exciting thing of the show. You know, it yeah. reminds me of Voltron coming out and like forming for the first time. Totally, you see that animation, and he pulls his his fist back, and you get that like. Uh, lens player on the fucking sword and it's like yep. Keesh, and it makes the noise and it's all it's all sick it's like, like it. this this show has those moments for me that's what I really like about it cool cool um well thanks for watching oh my god that was fun I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it um I hope I didn't sound like an idiot <laughs> no I'm sh- I'm sure we all did a little bit in this yeah. one I mean we all had our moments who would win in a fight Superman or All Might that's a tough question why? So super, Superman's powers, based on pulling energy from the sun, mm-hmm. he's, his only weakness is if Krypton, Kryptonite's around, right? What's, Generally. Or he can, be, he can be overpowered. Like, Doomsday killed him What's the brawl. strongest he's ever been hit if you could do, like, a scale of, like, I mean, bullet, bullet to, like, tank He's withstood shell. nuclear blasts. Nuclear blasts. He has withstood point-blank nuclear blasts from a bomb and rejuvenated himself. Was he fucked up by it? Yes. Was it a possibility that he could have died? Yes. All Might would win. Wow. <laughs> oh my wow. god. Well, I mean, you are talking, though, in that sense, Prime Might. No longer yeah. just Prime What? Might. There's a, what we refer to as Prime Might, which is All Might, when he was in his prime, when he was, like, okay. really young and ripped and pre-serious injury. Okay. That... Uh, kind of tones him down a bit. Okay, so like Batman Begins, not Dark Knight Rises. Like, exactly. it, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah, because his, his ability is is able to like combine and like crunch energy to be so fucking. Oh, powerful so he could that like even like cause fission or combustion or like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. I guess that hasn't happened technically. It hasn't, but it's pretty much at that point. This the strength that's been demonstrated by it, kind of says otherwise it's it's weird yeah. if you hit the right thing okay you know the force is enough right yeah does i, I probably it's like not. the forces are equivalent is what i'm saying it's not that it is a nuclear blast it's that it's like oh it's it's, it's that like strong at least blast. so i would say so yeah so wait no that's not fucking true i mean yeah the that's nuclear blast true. takes you know an entire uh, city out right like I think All Might would be capable of it, but he hasn't, like, taken an entire city out with a no. punch. No. So. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Superman could handle it. I'd Let's like see. to go to a visual aid of Superman okay. right after a nuclear explosion. This is from the comics, but this is... I can't get this any bigger. He looks like a corpse, almost. Yeah. Like, but, but he's still alive. Mummified or zombified or something is yeah. the adjective I'm looking for, I think. My God, the slowest internet page in the world. But he gets like oh, he gets wow. fucked up. That's Does that change anything? <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, I feel like it's less about the explosion's impact on him and more about the, uh, the radiation. Radiation, yeah. which All Might does not radiate. No, it's exclusively impact yeah. force. Okay, so they might be impact force. two unstoppable objects. Yeah, yeah. I'd like. Does that. he have a kryptonite? Does All Might have any? 
Besides just, like, I guess if you punched him harder, but... Um, his only kryptonite is that he sustained a really bad injury, and so now he's got, like, a limit to how long he can handle using the power. Okay. So, yeah. But like like everyone else's power, there is a physical limit to what he can do, how often he can use the power. Just yeah. because we've seen him at the point he's at now doesn't mean that it didn't fuck him up like it fucked Midoriya up right. in some other ways. You know, it's, it's um, he's fallible. So Soups might win because I feel like Soups is more godlike ultimately. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but but he's physical though too. You know, yeah. like it might be a toss up. Like yeah. it might it's actually be a pretty fair yeah. fight. That's it, interesting. It, it really could be. But I think that's... Can All Might fly? Might as well be able to. Okay. He'll jump and he'll be like... We talked about this, like right? I'm sorry. If he to redirect, he just will punch in a direction he needs to go. Great. So. Can, he, can he laser eye? No. No laser, laser eyes. eyes. We won. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's fair. That's fair. No, I don't. That's fair. But cool. All right. Um, he could probably punch so hard that light would, like, refract, though. So he might be able to compete with laser eye. Or at wow. least blind him again. Mm-hmm. That'd be an issue. He's so fast, though, that he probably wouldn't get hit. That's the other thing. It's not just like power at speed. It's, it's like speed. physical prowess. But <laughs> how smart is All Might about using his powers? Because even not in the comics, as, not as smart as Midoriya. Yeah. Okay. he's more of a brute force guy ultimately. Yeah, because yeah. like fam- like Batman's the 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 strategist. You know, Superman just kind of goes at it. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Batman would beat All Might. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty confident that that's uh, happen. We know, but we're talking about Superman. Yeah. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. He probably could. He probably could. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> Have you ever seen Superman, like, besides Kryptonite? Is there ever a moment when we've seen him weak? Yeah, he's been killed by a, a character called Doomsday, who is just a brute force, just as strong as him, and mm-hmm. basically just beat the shit out of him. Literally oh, All Might okay. beat him to a All bloody pulp. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think All Might could do that. Oh, Superman could do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta be such a good Superman fight. Superman is also <laughs> capable so of that. <laughs> <laughs> I got two defensive <laughs> Don't you uh, underestimate the last son of Krypton. Let me tell you that. <laughs> cool. This is cool. I yeah, like, this was fun. Man. Yeah, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's nice to get out of Metropolis every once in a while. This yeah, yeah. What else is going on outside of Metropolis for you, dude? Uh, okay, weirdly in the, like, um, Americans import it and kind of translate it and get it wrong thing... I'm on a bit of a Power Rangers kick. Nice. And it's because we're doing an auction at work for the, the newer movie. That we are, um, yeah. And we, we have the suits, and they're amazing, and I just got uh, Kyle Higgins writes a comic for Boom Comics right now, which is yes. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It takes place now, but it looks like the show. It's, it's like, oh, if you watched a, it... Oh, that's a current thing that you're reading? Yeah, I should oh, show my. you that when we're done, but like, if you watched it as a four-year-old, Reading the comic is like watching the show you remember you watched. You know, <laughs> whereas like if you go back and watch that show, it's fucking tough. Like it's, I can't sit through it. We should do that as a show. We could do that as a summer <laughs> thing. That'd be fun. But uh, but I just having those words back around in my life, just like Rita Repulsa and Zords and Morphing Grid and shit like that. Bring back to the voice grade. Yeah, and like yeah. just the idea of like. Dino power, like I don't know. It's just been a fun little thing to have back in life for a yeah. second. So yeah. that's me. What about you guys? I just John. watch My Hero Academia on repeat every single day. Oh my god, what is it? My hero. I didn't hear. My Hero Academia. Academia. Interesting. This is the part where we talk about things other than what we talk. Oh, about. okay. <laughs> oh, got it, got it. There is nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, th- I, I think it's been my outside of. My outside of Metropolis like four or five times. I think it has. Has it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
we would just check in like consecutively. Like, I'm still watching that show. Yeah. I can't believe I got Meg to watch it. Like, that's <laughs> much... and, then, and then it was like, I started reading manga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fully caught up. Is there merch yet? Do you have merch? I don't have any merch because there hasn't been anything I've really liked the design of yet. But okay. Johnny's got some shit. I've got some t shirts. Okay. And, uh, I got a hoodie coming in. What's the? Is there a? Uh, is there a tickle me Elmo of this? Like, what's the? Not, not what's yet. the? Uh, yeah, there's no okay. figures yet. No figures there's yet. No figures yet. It's been around four there years. There's no figures, figures yet. yet. There are figures, but they're all low quality. Like they're not like big, like name brands. Like there are okay. Funko Pops and shit, but that's not yeah. good. Yeah. Figures. No, you want a figure. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's been twenty three years, and I still don't have a Dean Cain Superman figure. So. Yeah, wow. No Sorry. one's made that? No one's made that? <laughs> no. Not even Dean Kane. Nope. Dean Kane's got one. <laughs> Dean Kane probably has one. Promise Dean Kane has one. There's there's I, a beautiful custom online that was posted like 18 years ago and I've never heard uh, from that person again. But damn, that's damn. the only one I know of. We should just uh, ask Dean right here, right now. Can you get Matt a Dean Kane Superman? Because not only does he listen to our show, but he also listens to the off episodes of our show that <laughs> yeah. don't even have to do with him. Dean, I'm calling you out. Yep. Give, I bet you anything give he's us got that a positive full of them. I sure hope so. Yeah, wasn't he just in a Hallmark Christmas movie? You're right. Most he's likely. pretty big stuff. With Hallmark. Melissa Joan Hart. You're yeah, right. Most <laughs> and probably like a, a, some kind of terrier. Alright, so... Got Matt, got Johnny, Meg. What's going? What else is going on outside of Metropolis? Uh, not much. Oh, we didn't even tell them what we're doing to them. We didn't explain this to them. Well, that's our, that's my fault. What? When when we cut to you oh, right, to say what are you doing sorry. outside of Metropolis? That means like what else are you into? Yeah, sorry guys, we're been, bad at this. What have you been watching? You guys don't listen. What are, fuck. What are you? What are you? What, what are you enjoying? Wait for someone to say it. So, do you guys want to do that segment? I started watching Westworld recently. It's, but I have to say that thing okay, and pitch it, it right, to you. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let's do it. I just wrote about my favorite thing is hearing them talk for a second time as if they didn't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best outside of Metropolis we've ever had. <laughs> Great. All right, Johnny. Do you what? What about you, man? How many times am I gonna have to redo this? This is probably the last one. I've been watching uh, Westworld. I started watching it actually just yesterday, and uh, I really don't want to be here anymore because I want to go watch more Westworld. Understood. So. Understood. Well, then, all right. Then let's end this podcast, Johnny. <laughs> you need a better. You need a more level. <laughs> and here's your producer. I'm helping. You need more level. <laughs> No, that was it. I'm happy with that. No, that's fine, but no, you're not. <laughs> hey, what about you, Ryan? Come here. Sit. We're good. How about you, dude? Anything for you? Nothing, really. (laughs) (laughs) If that's your answer, okay, fair enough, man. (laughs) We'll be back for season two in, or season three in August. In August. Let's not do season two again.
No, I think we're good there. Yeah. Although, after season three, we might just want to call season two again season four and just... Uh, yeah, I'm concerned you've been saying yeah, that. Yeah, I was lots. watching some just random season fours, and they're all just... Like, Lois is just gone. Like, yeah. she's just not her anymore. Anyway, Great. all to look forward to. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's Ben, Ryan's here at Academia. Thanks for listening, yeah. guys. Um, we'll be back soon. I hope you're enjoying yourselves on our break. I know it's got to be tough without us seven episodes <laughs> every week. I've been Ryan Albertson. I'm Matt Truex. I'm Johnny Heinzman. I'm Megan Wright. Folk off, everybody.